Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. So today, we get to talk about the wonderful experience that the people in San Ramon Valley Unified School District are still having with the mannequin head and the fallout. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. So I'm going to make the gross assumption that those of you listening understand that there was a mannequin head snafu at Cal High, that these totally innocent and uh, cheer, you know, members, and by the way, their mixed uh, mixed race squad were accused of being racist because there's a mannequin head that some felt was a darker skin tone than others that was popularized by all these lies. And then the administration in the San Ramon apologized right out of the way, right out of the blocks without saying, hey, the information that has been widely popularized, like the name and skin tone of the mannequin were not actually real. Didn't say any of that. They apologized. The girls got thrown under the bus. It was a terrible thing. And it continues because now, believe it or not, the superintendent has gained a one-year extension to his contract. Is his contract up, you may ask? No, it is not. And it wasn't set to be up until the middle of uh, 2024. So why the extension, some people ask? Well, I don't know. What do you think is happening in 2024? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps just a presidential election. So (laughs) you're going to have an incredibly tumultuous and uh, supercharged time in 2024 with the presidential election coming up. You're going to have all kinds of problems with with politics and school board uh, school board representatives and just every kind of little thing will be scrutinized in that time. So to avoid so to avoid having to deal with any of that in the election year, some have said the board decided to give Dr. Malloy an extension. Now, it also takes the pressure off of the Board of Education members right now because what would happen is if they gave the extension to Dr. Malloy in 2024 and then had to run for re-election in 2024 – those that were running for re-election would have to defend their decision to give Dr. Malloy an extension in that year. And who knows what's going to happen in between now and then, and people are going to be very, very worked up about a number of things. So it would be very difficult to run for re-election and be able to defend all of the decisions. But if they give Dr. Malloy an extension right now in 2022, even though the contract's not up for another two years, they don't really have to answer for that in 2024 if they're running for re-election. So again, think about that. They don't have to do anything. Like they don't have to defend this decision now, even though it's not affecting anything for another two years. And nobody's going to really remember that they gave him an extension two years ago. And even if they do, they're not really going to care about it. So here they're giving him an extension ahead of time, again, some people feel, to avoid having to answer questions about it later on. Now, look, maybe I totally don't understand the way, uh, you know, contracts extensions work. And that's entirely possible. I am not, I'm not on the Board of Education and I am not, you know, a real seasoned, uh, seasoned corporate guy. But I also know that you generally don't give people a one-year extension when you're 24 months from having their contract lapse or even having to have that conversation unless there's something else going on. So that's interesting. But what I find even more interesting is the fallout of this. The the community has been told over and over again by the district – 
that there was some difficult stuff going on in the first week after the mannequin head came out, but it largely was resolved in that first week, which is overwhelmingly not true. And Dr. Malloy even said in a press press statement a couple weeks ago that, you know, he heard some stuff had happened, but there had been nothing else reported to the counselors or to the school or anything like that after the first week of the mannequin head. Even though all of the players and even a, a woman, Laura Gant, that I had on the podcast, she's a mom of one of the players, said, we have been telling them this whole time her daughter's getting threats, she's being screamed at, there are all kinds of problems. And for them to come out and say that there was no problem at all, that there had been no reported cases of harassment or issues past the first week, was just a bold-faced lie. It just kills me. So they continue to say that everything has kind of smoothed over and that they verified these facts that they, again, as far as everything the cheer team has said that they absolutely did not verify, fine. But the patch put out a, a news a news piece this afternoon, <laughs> I'm sorry, saying that they had done, they had essentially followed procedure properly, not a surprise, they're defending themselves, and that they're moving on to equity and, and broader concerns in the community. And it ends on, on a quote from uh, Israel Samuels, uh, a rep for the district, that says, we have not been provided with any information or evidence that any photo was falsified. And again, this is in reference to the, to the photos that were published on social media that are so painfully falsified and manipulated, painfully like, you don't have to go more than two inches to find com- com- competing evidence or, um, excuse me, uh, uh, additional photos that conflict with the photos that were put on. And the name <laughs> in the original photo that went viral on the interwebs, it claimed that the cheer team had called this mannequin Kareem, K-A-R-E-E-M. And the actual stunt stunt uh, athlete in the photo had a shirt on that said Corinne, right? So all you have to see is the original photo to realize that the information that was put out on social media was false. Anyway, we have not been provided with any information or evidence that any photo was falsified. We have asked those who had shared this information to provide us with details so we can continue with fact-finding on the matter, but nothing has been shared with us. I can't think of anything that is more untrue in this entire thing. I mean, like oh, you, the, the the photos, the comparisons, everything is flying around. I put it on my I put it on my own Instagram. Go to, go to the engine of Matt Todd Instagram. You can see the photos, the the real photos versus the fake photos, and see if they were falsified or not. Absurd. <sighs> Israel continues. Regardless, we are not focusing on the color of the shade of the mascot. Now, mind you, that means that even if you present them with with conflicting evidence that shows that this information and these photos were doctored and falsified, it doesn't matter to them. So I continue. Israel says, regardless, we are not focusing on the color of the shade of the mascot. There are staff, students, families, and those outside the San Ramon Valley Unified School District community who told us that the mascot was harmful and hurtful to them. Now, just real quick, this person is literally saying there are people that aren't even in this community that have reached out and said they were so hurt by these fake photos online. Okay, what is San Ramon Valley's obligation outside of the community? So like if somebody from Oregon calls the San Ramon Valley Unified School District, school district office and says, hey, 
I'm from Oregon. I'm not even in this community. I find something you have done hurtful and harmful. What is the obligation to, to, to take up that, that charge? Well, I mean, look, I'm not saying we shouldn't care at all about people outside the community, but we should care first and foremost about the people in the community, not people outside of it. Anyway, there were our staff, students, families, and those outside the San Ramon Valley Unified School District community who told us the mascot was harmful and hurtful to them and that they need more. It is, our, it is not our role to judge their perspective, but instead to listen and educate so that harm does not continue. This last part is very interesting to me, and I don't quite know what to do with it. It's not our role to judge their perspective, but instead to listen and to educate. So if I call in right now, if I call into the San Ramon Valley Unified School District and say something that has happened is harmful and hurtful to me, as a Mexican-American, mind you, so you can't hang up on me. If I just say, hi, I'm a white guy and I'm hurt by this, naturally we know you can hang up on me. But if I, if I am, and I am actually Hispanic, if I say, hey, I'm a Mexican-American, what you have done is very harmful and hurtful to me. By the way, I don't even live in California. So what do you do then? What do you do? Do you judge my perspective and say, okay, well... Look, <clears throat> all right, uh, Matt's saying, let's say I call up and I'm like, all right, I am greatly hurt that you do not give the students Cinco de Mayo off. You don't give them that day off. If it were 4th of July, you would give it to them off. But you're not giving them off Cinco de Mayo, and I think this is very important, especially considering Mexico is our neighbor. There are so many Mexicans in California I mean, anybody sees a day without a Mexican documentary, they'll realize how impactful Mexicans are. You really need to give a Cinco de Mayo off. I'm very hurt by this. Do you really not judge my perspective? I'm not even saying that's necessarily a bad argument. But like, do you really not say, all right, look, this guy called and he said he was hurt by this thing. What is his perspective? Right? Like, how much should we take this into account? Of course you do. Of course you have to. You have to take into account who I am, why I'm calling, what is my perspective, how does that align with San Ramon Valley Unified School District's charter and their stated goals in the world? Because I can't just call in and say, hey, I was hurt by blank, or I was hurt by this or that. And the person on the other end has to be like, oh, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take what you say. I'm going to listen to you very intently. I'm not going to stop you from talking to me. And then I'm going to re-educate the community, so we don't harm you. No, you don't do that. Of course you take into account who's calling. Of course you take into account their perspective, right? Like, the idea that we are no longer openly evaluating people's perspectives and saying, all right, look, we can't. We can't change everything because somebody's had a bad experience. Now, I'm not saying that all bad experiences are to be ignored. I'm not saying that at all. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be sensitive to, to the most reasonable degree with, with making people feel comfortable. But what I am saying is saying that we will no longer take into perspective or judge someone's position. That just flies in the face of reason. That's just not... That's not a position that you can hold in any kind of long-term form because, of course, you have to take into account who and what the position is. 
And you have to wonder, okay, is this a position? Again, Israel's saying it's not our role to judge their perspective. Well, yeah, it is. It is. You don't have to judge it in the way of saying good or bad. You don't have to judge it in the way of saying, okay, you're not valid. But you can judge it in the way of saying, okay, I, I hear your perspective, but this does not align with what we're supposed to be doing here, which is educating students. Man, I, I really thought for some reason that this was going to come to a resolution, but it seems like the school district is genuinely doubling down. It doesn't seem like they're, they're, they're just taking responsibility. It seems like they're passing the buck and saying all comers are welcome. Any perspective, any hurt that you experience is welcome, and we won't even stop you. Like, we're not even going to judge it. We're just – the second you say you were hurt by something, we're going to take that into account and we're going to educate Okay, well, what about the girls on the stunt team that were hurt? Are you taking their perspective into account? Are you educating people on the, on the, the potential damage of social media? Are you educating people on how these girls' reputations were tarnished and how their, their grades were significantly harmed because this all went down weeks before finals and then through finals week? How are they being fairly represented and taken into account? And uh, there's too much there. Man, the patch article kind of bums me up, but I hope we can start seeing our way through this. I hope some kind of accountability is taken. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.